Hello, and welcome to the Elegant Balance Podcast, where we explore how to create a well-balanced life full of simplicity, joy, and beauty. I'm your hostess, Dr. Kaylee Hackney, wife, working mom, and expert in the work-life interface. In this podcast, I'll be sharing the science behind work-life balance, practical tips, and plenty of love and encouragement along the way. My desire is to inspire women to pursue their elegant balance. I'm so excited that you're here. Let's get started. Let me ask you a few questions. Are you mentally and physically exhausted? Overwhelmed by the never-ending to-do list? Or maybe you're feeling trapped between work and family? Or simply just craving more time to pursue your passions? If so, my friend, you are in the right place. Allow me to introduce you to the Elegant Balance Academy. It's a research-based, systematic approach designed to help you create a work-life balance you love, one that allows you to be productive and effective at work while simultaneously making time for family, friends, and fun. This is a self-paced online course complete with video lessons, worksheets, and of course, an online community where we can all hang out and encourage one another. You can design a life that you love, a life where work, family, leisure, and rest exist harmoniously, a life built on a foundation of your personal values, a life filled with purpose. In other words, an elegantly balanced life. And the Elegant Balance Academy is designed to do just that. What better gift to give yourself and your family in the new year? The doors open to my VIP list on January 2nd. So be sure to join that list so that you have access to some amazing and exclusive bonuses. You can join the VIP list by going to www.kayleyhackney.com forward slash VIP. I cannot wait to watch you design a life that you love in 2024. Now head on over to www.kayleyhackney.com forward slash VIP and join now so that you do not miss a thing. Hello, and welcome back to the Elegant Balance Podcast. Today is a special day because we have a special type of episode for you. I am joined here by my friend Stephanie, and she is here to share a little bit with you about her experience inside the Elegant Balance Academy. Um, Stephanie is my friend, and I invited her to be a beta tester for the Elegant Balance Academy because I knew that she would give me really good feedback. And she's here today to just share a little bit about what it looked like for her to go through the content inside the Elegant Balance Academy and the transformation that she's seen in her in her life. And so, yeah, I hope today's episode is helpful for you to just kind of envision what it might look like for you to be an Elegant Balance Academy student. So without further ado, we are going to jump in and hello, Stephanie. Hello, Haley. Thanks for having me. Yes. Thanks for being here. This is going to be fun. Um, so yeah, before we jump into talking about Elegant Balance Academy, I'd love for you to just um, introduce yourself to everybody. Sure. Um, my name is Stephanie. I am a full-time working mom. I have a five-year-old, a three-and-a-half-year-old, and an almost 10-month-old, so I've got my hands full. I can't believe she's already 10 months. That, I know. it's It's impossible. gone by so fast. Um, <laughs> and so 
working full time, my kids go to daycare full time, our mornings are crazy, our time with them in the evening is really short. Um, but overall it's been it's been a great whirlwind of life. Yes. It's a it's a busy season but a good season. Yes. We're kind of in that too, right? My yes. kids are well, my son just turned nine. That that just blows my mind that he's nine now. That is um, kind of crazy. Yeah. I think he was barely three when I first met him. Yeah. So. It's gone fast. And then my daughter's five. But Okay. So, yeah. Thanks for introducing yourself. We're mm-hmm. going to jump in. And I've just got some questions to ask Stephanie. And she can, um, again, just share a little bit about what it's looked like to go through the Elegant Balance Academy. Um, so before we kind of get into the nitty gritty, let's just talk a little bit about the problem that you are trying to solve um, by completing the Elegant Balance Academy. Okay, so when I beta tested for you, I was pregnant Mm -hmm. and um, looking forward to a life of being outnumbered by our kids. (laughs) And so I think for me, the biggest problem was feeling really disorganized overall in life with just two kids and then low-key terrified about adding a third and still feeling really overwhelmed. Um, And so I was looking for a way to kind of reevaluate my priorities and realign them in a way that made me feel less overwhelmed and flustered on the day to day. But also like when I sit down to plan, not feeling overwhelmed by the mountain of things that I felt like I had to think through and and figure out and plan. Um, And so that was ultimately the biggest problem that plus. I have an amazing husband and he's great. He He's definitely a partner in all aspects. Um, but sometimes the communication, like me thinking he understood something or him thinking I understood something and then feeling rushed in our communication, I think those were the two, two biggest challenges that I was seeing um, as we prepared to welcome our third child. So Yeah, absolutely. I feel like overwhelmed and disorganized is like, I don't know. I really resonate with those two words all the time. Um, but that's why we need that's why we need things like um, like the Elegant Balance Academy that helps you really think through how to intentionally approach, you know, these busy seasons, mm-hmm. these busy seasons of life. Um, so how would you have described yourself before? Um, you touched on it a little bit, but like yeah. before going through the content inside EBA, um, what would you say were some of the things that described you? Okay. So you know how they say the definition of insanity is repeating the same things over and over <laughs> again and expecting a different outcome? Yes. <laughs> I definitely felt like I, I was insane a little bit um, and really frazzled almost all the time, feeling like I was going from one thing to another, juggling so many balls and not feeling like I was juggling them well, if mm-hmm. that makes sense. Um, you know, not... Well, maybe maybe others felt like I was doing an excellent job, but I always kind of felt like I wasn't giving 100% to any specific area because I'm constantly, my brain is somewhere else, even yeah. though I'm physically here doing something, um, planning ahead, get, just getting really forgetful of the little things. And, you know, we all joke about mom brain and yeah. how we're like trying to squeeze in all this information. At some point, it's so saturated that you can't, like you, there's no more information you can remember Um, but I would, I would definitely also say that because of that, I was less patient with my children, like Mm -hmm. so much emotional and psychological resources went into kind of regulating the overwhelming feeling that I had all the time that I didn't have as much of an ability to be patient with my kids or 
even though I'm physically there with them because I'm mentally somewhere else, not really being present mm-hmm. um, with them. And so, yeah, I, it was definitely a struggle in, in recognizing, okay, this is, this is how things are and I'm not happy with how things are. I think the first biggest struggle is getting over that denial of like, no, I got this. Like, it's okay. I can totally mm-hmm. do this. And then finally swallowing that bitter pill, but the, but the truth of, no, this isn't working, right? Mm-hmm. Like as, as much as I want it to work, as much as I'm hoping that what I'm doing is working, repeatedly doing it and not getting a different outcome. Um, and so I kind of got to a point where, especially before you had our third child, I was like, I want to get a better handle on all of this before new mayhem gets dumped yeah. on me. <laughs> a whole bunch of new demands, yes. right? <laughs> yeah. So thank you so much for being so transparent and sharing all of that. Yeah. I really appreciate it. Um, so now what what would you say, you know, how has Elegant Balance Academy helped you? Or like, how would you describe yourself now? Um, oh, having gosh. having gone through some of the content and yeah. learned some of the different tools and worked through the worksheets, mm-hmm. things like that. Okay, so I like to tell people I'm not a people pleaser. Or like in general, that's how I would describe myself. And taking or going through Elegant Balance Academy has shown me how much of a people pleaser I actually am, which was really insightful. It gave me a lot of self-awareness as I thought through the material that was presented and then worked through the worksheets of what is it that I really value? And I realized I'm saying yes to a lot of things that I don't actually prioritize for myself or is not valuable to me per se, but because I value that relationship or I value that person and not wanting to say no, right? My love language is service, acts of service. Mm -hmm. And so by nature, like I want to be helpful or I want to be engaged or I want to, you know, connect with people and realizing that, there's a way to do that without compromising the things that I actually value and uphold at a, to a higher degree, at least. Now, and granted, keep in mind, I have a, I have a 10-month-old. So yes. it's, it's funny that you asked this because as we're closing out 2023, in my mind, I'm already thinking, I need to go back and I need to go through these workshops, these worksheets, these um, lessons, and just kind of refresh, mm-hmm. do like a refresh almost now that our youngest is closing up on her first year, this last m- majority of this last year has just been like survival, right? Like trying yeah. to, which <laughs> I think has gone so much more smoothly because going into welcoming her into our family, I'd already decided, okay, these are boundaries that I'm drawing about our time as a family, about my time as a professional, as a wife, as a mother. Um, and I feel better equipped to specifically manage change, right? Mm-hmm. So like I said, I'm more of a people pleaser than I thought I was. And so when something is is not, I wouldn't say sprung on me, but unexpected comes along, instead of thinking, okay, how am I going to fit this in and, and feeling like time constrained, um, I'm, I'm much more equipped to take a step back and look at the situation and ask myself, like, is this really something that I want to add not just to my plate, but mm-hmm. to my family's plate. And we would enjoy it, undoubtedly. There's no question about that. But it's it really becomes a question of like, what are the priorities and, and feeling better equipped to navigate conversations where I have to say no, yeah. right? But also recognizing that, um, you know, when change is introduced, saying, you know, it's okay. It's okay for 
this to be a dynamic process. It's okay for me to feel a little like I'm floundering a little bit in the initial stages of change Mm -hmm. and just being more comfortable with that. Like, I guess being being more comfortable with being uncomfortable as change is occurring, knowing that I have the tools to equip myself and facilitate that change after that initial introduction of something. Mm -hmm. Um, So a really good example that (laughs) I can think of is um, now that I'm closing out on a year, I'm looking ahead to like when I'm no longer breastfeeding our infant. And (laughs) I walked into my closet this morning actually and looked at all these storage boxes of like clothes, right, that I used to wear of like, you know, pregnancy, like maternity clothing and then nursing-friendly clothing, and then pre-baby or between-baby clothing. <laughs> and I, I stood there and I, I said to myself, you know, I really need to go back and do that lesson where you do, like, the closet challenge mm-hmm. and just going through and asking myself, like, is this is this even something that is worth holding on to? And I think as a mom, and transparently, I'm a different weight and shape and size than I was before I had kids, and I have yeah. all these beautiful pieces that I wore before I became a mother and being honest with myself to say, okay, I could fit back into that. What's it going to take for me to fit back into that? And is that worth it? Like in this stage of life in, you know, with three kids and limited time as it is. And I came to the conclusion. I was like, no, that's, that's really not worth it. That's not important to me Mm -hmm. right now. And, and, looking at the entire storage bin of clothes and going, okay, well, we'll just, there's no room for that in my closet because I'm not going to use it. I'm not going to yeah. need it. It's, and just being there is just going to remind me of, <clears throat> of like how I'm right. not. How you've changed. Exactly. I have still been there. <laughs> <laughs> and so, um, you know, in that kind of way, that's not at all a mindset that I would have had. Like I grew up the child of immigrant parents who kind of, I wouldn't say hoarded, but just like kept everything, you know, the just in case yeah. kind of situation. Yeah. And as much as I love my parents and recognize that I wouldn't be where I am today without all of the hard work and the the wise ways that they conserved and were frugal, as a working professional now, second generation, I kind of look at that and go, you know what? If I really need that, I can go out and spend the six dollars. Mm-hmm in the six months from now that I might use it once instead of holding it in a space in this place in my home. Yeah. Um, and that was a huge mind shift for me. And so like getting, even getting to the point where I can look at this bit of clothing and go, I can just get rid of this because mm-hmm. it doesn't fit right now with my stage in life. Maybe it will at another time, but then I, I can just go shopping for like new things and be excited yes. about, you know, new pieces that make me feel confident and, um, and so really Elegant Balance Academy has has taught me that is in and of itself a way to self-care. Yeah. It's, it's to not feel guilty about, mm-hmm. you know, letting go of the things that really have no place in my life right now because they're just not useful but taking up space or cluttering my mind, cluttering my closet, cluttering my home. Um Christmas coming upon us like I'm just like okay we gotta we gotta go through all the kids clothes and all the kids toys and just like do this in preparation of like all Mm -hmm. the things are coming in um but I found even in the last almost a year since I've done the first run through with the beta program um falling back on a lot of the things that 
I learned, I love that the academy, the like the way it's structured is it's module specific and it's self-paced and you can just go in and look at a specific video that's on a specific topic and then the worksheets. Oh my gosh, not having to reinvent the wheel myself, just download the worksheet and go through it and feel, come out on the other end going, okay, like I have a game plan. Yeah. I have a better understanding. I have greater self-awareness. Like I can do this. Mm-hmm. Um, it's huge. Like it's, it's definitely saved me a lot of time and just like mental energy and trying to organize and figure that all out. And, um, so incredibly helpful and I think that contributes to this sense of feeling equipped because I, I know I can always go back and yeah download another copy or look at that video again to refresh my memory on like okay well how did Kaylee what did Kaylee say about this and I love that I can have full confidence in what's being said because I know it's backed by research like this is your area of expertise and mm-hmm. so it's like okay like there's there's data that supports this concept this idea this um, connection between what we experience in the real world, how it makes us feel and, and the importance of saying, okay, like it's okay to say no to things that don't really, well, for, to use Marie Kondo's words, like spark joy in yes. my life, right? Yes. Like if I, if I, my immediate reaction to something is like, oh, I don't, I don't really want to do that. Like, it's okay to say no. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's probably the biggest takeaway is like, I don't have to let change kind of like fling me about I can actually drive the change myself yes based on the way that I respond to opportunities that are presented whether I accept them or politely decline them right and it's okay to say yes to Mm -hmm. some even if it's something like you're like a little hesitant but you've taken the time to think through it how it fits into the big picture but the idea is that you were intentional about it. Yes. It wasn't just a knee-jerk reaction. Like, yes, I'll do that, of course, because you asked me. Yes. I'm trying to people please. Or yes. I just say yes to everything and don't set boundaries. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a time and a place for yes, you know. But um, the intentionality behind it is what's so important. So. Yeah. yeah, and one thing I want to highlight that Stephanie mentioned is that once you're a student inside the Elegant Balance Academy, you have access to the lessons. It's self-paced. You can watch it all, fill out the worksheets, and then come back to it again. Um, you'll have access, you know, for as long as you want to access it. Yeah, and it's, um, I mean, it's so incredibly helpful just to, I actually created a, like a folder on my device, downloaded all the worksheets. Mm-hmm. So I don't even have to connect to the internet. Like I can just go in there and pull it up, print out a copy, mm-hmm. scribble all over it. I mean, it's a digital age, right? So everyone yeah. loves doing things on yeah. tablets and that's great, but I'm I'm still very much like a paper pen kind of girl. And so, and, and then like the satisfaction of like setting a list of things that you're going to do and then going back to it, hanging it somewhere, taping it mm-hmm. to my bathroom mirror and then crossing off like, I did that. Like I, I'm, it's so like, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, Empowering Mm -hmm. to say, okay, I I had this plan. I did that. And then also to keep me accountable. You know, when I say, I'm going to say no to the things that keep us out of the house after normal bedtimes. And then to say like, no, I wrote that down. I'm committing to it. I'm going to use that to elevate the experiences that we have as a family. So we're not super overwhelmed, overtired. Um, does it mean that we might miss out on some fun events? Sure. But do I value overall peace in the family? Yes. yes. That's so much more. And so 
Um, and and then recognizing that, and I think this is the this is the trouble with like trying to find work life balance is so often it feels like this goal that we're trying to attain. Because I've I've had this conversation with other working moms of young kids, and you know, like you've got young ones too. And like having this goal, setting it and getting there and being like, okay, we got here. And it's been, you know, six months. And in those six months, your kids have grown six months. Things have changed in six months. Mm-hmm. And then setting a new goal and recognizing like this isn't a one-stop shop. It's a constant dynamic evaluating what is the season of life that I'm in? What does balance look like in this season? Mm-hmm. And it's okay because I know that at some time – we are going to be able to stay out as a family beyond 6.37 p.m. because I'm not going to have an infant that has such right. an early bedtime. And and holding on to that almost kind of like a, like a long-term goal of in order to do that well later on, I need to help my children now establish like healthy sleep habits mm-hmm. and like being mindful of their emotional states and and giving myself the opportunity to connect with them in a more meaningful way than if we're hurrying to one thing or another. And so um, as much as I love my parents, I don't necessarily think that was modeled for me very well when mm-hmm. I was younger. And so learning that that's okay to say like, not now, like this yeah. is not the season to do it now. And recognizing that's the balance that really helps me thrive and feel more confident in my ability to manage the responsibilities of my job, the responsibilities as a mom, but also invest in my own preferences, my own hobbies, my own, you know, things that I like to do. Yeah, absolutely. I think one thing you you mentioned really stood out is that what we do as parents, how we manage our work-life balance, how we live intentionally has a really big impact on our Mm -hmm. kids, on our spouses. Um, The way that I am intentional about scheduling and making sure I have time for rest and eating healthy and all those things, that's modeling mm-hmm. what my, like that's modeling for my kids, yeah. for my son, for my daughter, what they should do when they get older, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I, I agree. I have, I grew up oldest of four and um, my mom worked full time at a university. She was pursuing her MBA at the same time, wow. like super busy. And she would be the first to admit that she said yes, probably to too many things. Mm -hmm. And so growing up, that was the model. And that's kind of how I started out um, in marriage and things. And then I (laughs) started studying work-life balance (laughs) in grad school. It's like, okay, I think, I think I need to shift some things. Um, But yeah, what what we do as moms has a really big impact in role modeling for, for our kids. So yeah. I guess the best analogy that I can think of in terms of how Elegant Balance Academy has helped me is I think as as a working mom or even a stay-at-home mom, right? So so I think it's easy for people to to think of EBA as like, oh, that's a thing for moms who have a job and they're trying. No, I know, I know a fair number of stay-at-home working moms, and the challenges that they face are are slightly different than what working moms are. But it's a hard job to be a mom and to be responsible for so many different things. Um, But I think of it as the analogy I think of is standing at a stove and all the things, whether it's work, whether it's, you know, homeschool, whether it's drop off, whether it's extracurriculars, they're all the pots on your stove. Right. And you're just trying to, like, keep things from burning and moving them around. And what I feel like EBA has done has has come in and shown me 
how to more effectively manage that stove so that I'm not frantically trying to put out a fire. Instead, I'm giving my space myself space to say, okay, like in three minutes, I'm going to have to move this pot over. And uh-huh. instead of saying, oh, I have three seconds to do that, right? So to like not just anticipate, but but kind of create and design that stove in a way that works for me. Mm-hmm. And then I can look over at another mom and see her stove looks completely different. And yeah. that's perfectly fine. Um, and I will say that there have been many a times where I'll listen to the struggles that a fellow mom <laughs> has experienced. And I'll go to her and be like, hey, have you heard of EBA? <laughs> see my stove? See how there's less splatter than there used to be? It's because I took the, <laughs> took I the EBA I love that course. so much. <laughs> and I mean, I've already told young um, young professionals who are dating or married, I've shared with them your podcasts and told them like, you really need to listen to this, like get into the habit of creating boundaries and figuring out what is it that you really value? Cause at some point in your life, like things will change. And yeah. the more that you um, make your decisions based on the things that you actually value, the more ingrained it becomes. So when that change in life happens, it's a lot easier to adjust and to manage. Yeah. Um, and I have, I do have several former students who have started following you and I have said that. that they really enjoy <laughs> listening to the information that you have to share. But I think what, what I um, really appreciate most is just the time-saving nature, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I can't tell you how many times before doing EBA, even years ago, as I started becoming a mom, feeling like there's got to be a more efficient way, like. Why do I feel like I'm constantly circling the same problem and not getting any closer? Any, what information don't I have? You know, what what methodology am I not aware of? And then the time it takes to sit down, Google it, and look mm-hmm. for it, and consolidate, integrate that information. I just I love that. I remember when you came and asked me if I'd be a beta tester. I was like, yes, yes, <laughs> give me all the information, do all that work for me, so that yeah. I don't have to spend time on it. <laughs> and that's honestly one of the probably the biggest like incentive for me to to like push anyone who's struggling or like looking to figure out like what how can I structure my life before Mm -hmm. things get even crazier right like why why would I invest in access to EBA and I'll say because you'll save so much time doing this because Kaylee's done it for you and I think um it wasn't until I went through the whole academy that I realized yeah there's no way I would have known that there's no way I I wouldn't have the search terms Mm -hmm. to like even find that information you know but super helpful information Awesome. So speaking of time, because I would argue that going through EBA does save you time. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, I'm all about trying to maximize your resources, right? Um, One thing that I will hear women say is like, well, I'm already stretched for time. How in the world do you expect me to fit in a class on top of that? Because I don't have time. Um, What would you say to them? Well, I would say that... Two things, and maybe this is this is like the professor in me coming out, right? Like, the one thing is like, I time is a resource, right? And so we invest our time in the places and in the things that we really value. And so if this is a struggle that it, that you recognize, this is a, um, it's something that's consistent. It's not going away. Nothing I'm doing is really making it better. Or when it starts to get better, things change again, and I have to 
redo all the research and figuring out, recognize that this is a resource, additional resource to help you conserve one that's incredibly important to you. Mm-hmm. Um, and with anything, you have to invest right mm-hmm. in yourself and into um, what it is that you what you ultimately are pursuing. Um, and I would also say that the beautiful thing about a self-paced class like this is that I can choose to go in and watch a video or rather, I'll be honest, it's a, it's beautiful, beautiful slides, all these things. But sometimes I like to listen to something mm-hmm. before I actually look at something. And so there have been times where I'll, I'll hit play on a video and I'm doing my makeup. Yeah. Right. Like where I'm or I've got my earbuds in and I'm actually blow drying my hair. Mm-hmm. I listen to audiobooks a lot. Right. Yeah. So like, and there's actually the audio files are in there, too. Exactly. So you can just download. Yes. Those just so you don't even need the videos per se, because yeah. the videos are great visual cues. So if you're a visual learner, those are incredibly helpful. Mm-hmm. But there's nothing on those slides that you visually need to see that you don't say mm-hmm. or elaborate on. And so. I've done that where I've downloaded either the video and like left it playing while listening to it or the audio files and just went about my day. So it's like switching out something that I'd be doing, folding the laundry. I'd listen to like a novel and instead I'm listening to something that's actually going to help me be more effective with my time. Um, I'd say in total, going from beginning to end, knowing that I was a beta tester and you were working to try and get this out in the craziness of life, like as as a as a mom and as a full-time working professional I, it probably took me over the course of maybe four weeks like a little bit here and there mm-hmm. the worksheets are definitely where most of my time was invested but I think that's how it should be right yeah. because the whole point is to equip me with information then give me the tools to figure out what how can I utilize this information to help me create my elegant balance yeah. and so um and those I often found the best time to do it was in the evening. Um, and this is where having a conversation with Kevin, my husband, really helped where mm-hmm. I tell him like, okay, I need, I need to get this done. And he's like, okay. So then he, know, he knows not to interrupt me or not to, and I'll say, I need 30 minutes. Like mm-hmm. just 30, I'll, I'll make myself you know, a cup of coffee. I know it's evening, but not caffeine dependent. So I'd make myself a cup of coffee or a tea or an ice cream bar and mm-hmm. sit there and like eat and write or like drink and write and kind of think through. And doing the worksheets didn't take me a considerable amount of time. Sometimes I'd start it and then come back to it because mm-hmm. it's like, okay, right in this moment, I can't think of whatever. But I realize that when I'm thinking about the worksheet as I'm like in the shower, as I'm doing something else, an idea pops in my head that I could put on that worksheet. Mm-hmm. Um, and so just the exposure in and of itself helped me kind of frame and think differently. Really though, it's, if I wanted to, I could fly through the thing in under a week and be done with it, but I don't necessarily think it would be incredibly valuable. The other thing that I like is that even though modules are numerical in order, Mm -hmm. right? Like I think if, from what I recall, I could start at a later module and just take away content specific. So you label them in a way that it's like, okay, this is good. This is something that I really need help with like right now. Mm-hmm. And it's module three. And so instead of starting with one or two, I mean, the first intro video you should definitely watch. Right. But after that, I just jump to what I needed mm-hmm. and go through that and get the information and tools that I needed for that specific issue that I'm facing right now. And then come back at another time to do some of the other ones that mm-hmm. helped 
Um, but every time I would do a lesson or go through a video, I always felt like it was like another piece of the puzzle being slotted in. I'm like, oh, okay, like this is how these things, you know, go together. Mm-hmm. Or like um, these are things that I'm already doing because I've implemented like one thing. My big, my, my um, approach was what is one thing that I can take away that I can turn around and do immediately? Mm-hmm. Not one day, not on the weekend, but like today. What yeah. is one thing that I can do today? And that made it so much more manageable because then I'm not creating this list of new, like 12 new things yeah. that's just super overwhelming. I think you even talk about that, like just like taking little bits Mm-hmm. and not feeling like you have to do it all all at once which is like a little bit at a time and I mean as a as a like researcher of motivation and teams like I know like when you do when you achieve the small thing there's like a positive spiral that happens with self-efficacy mm-hmm. and you feel like oh okay like I, I could do that that means I can do this next mm-hmm. thing um, and so overall motivation also goes up but the the time investment, I really think it is what you put into it. And yeah. you get to choose. But the fact that you have access to that information, you've already saved yourself so much time in right. not having to go look for that information. Um, I used to Google, like my Google Chrome history, browser history, would show how often I'd, I'd Google like how to blah, blah, blah and balance <laughs> X, Y, Z and you know, what are the best ways to meal prep or what, mm-hmm. what's the best way to manage your time or like organizing apps and all these things. And I don't think, I think probably my search engine record and history on those type of terms significantly reduced after Elegant I love Academy. hearing that. Because so it's all there, right? <laughs> yeah. Like it, it works or I, it, you've given me like a skeletal outline of what can work and then I've tweaked it in a way mm-hmm. that like fits well with my the way that I think or the way that I brainstorm. And um, and I think that's huge. Just like, again, not reinventing the wheel right. is incredibly helpful. So what would you say to somebody who was on the fence about jumping in to Do it. Balance Academy? Do it. It's You will not regret it. I, I cannot foresee how anyone would regret it. Even if the information isn't particularly new, like, it, like, like it's not – mind-blowingly oh my gosh I never knew that but hearing a having the reassurance and knowing that what you're being told through these videos is not just someone who's influencing based on their sample size of one experience but no this is backed by research helps you feel more confident in the knowledge that you have first Mm -hmm. of all and second if you're going to set a goal for yourself like why would you not set yourself up for success as much as possible. And EBA, the material there is specific enough that it's helpful in in any like very nuanced circumstance, but it's also broad enough that it can apply to so many contexts and Mm -hmm. so many different stages in life that it's really like investing in a toolkit that you can rinse and repeat and reuse and um, adapt and adjust differently for years to come, right? Yeah. Like, in fact, I go back and use it myself, right? <laughs> <laughs> like, I've said this multiple times, but there is no gold standard yeah. or like, like work-life balance isn't a goal that you're just going to yeah. achieve and then be done. So EBA is not something you'll work through once and then just be like, okay, I did it. Like, 
I, now I need to move on. No, you, you it's yeah. you know seasons change with life, different demands mm-hmm. change. You know you have new things going on at work or new things going on as your kids get older. Yeah. And so it's something that you can consistently, continuously come back to. In fact, like I'm coming back to it right now because we're we're heading into a new year yes. and I'm trying to set my own goals and my own plans yeah. to live intentionally. And so, yeah, I'm using it just like you. <laughs> That's how it's done. Yes. I mean, I get it. A lot of people like think it's a class. It means I have to, I think there's a negative association that people make with a class or a course and like the responsibilities and feel, and this is a beautiful thing about EBA is it challenges all those assumptions of, well, who says you have to finish it in yeah. four weeks? Who says that you have to go in order? Who mm-hmm. says that? No, if that's not, if that's not going to work for you, utilize it in a way that does work for right. you. Um, but ultimately what it is, is it's an investment into resources that can be incredibly helpful in just equipping you for better navigating, better managing um, situations and circumstances. And I think that exposure is so incredibly huge and knowing that um, it'll always be there. Like you can go back and always pull it up and, and mm-hmm. reference it. Or what I found is if I re-listen to something, I always pick up something new. Like I know I listened to this half a dozen times, but for some reason that feels like the first time I've heard mm-hmm. that. And Maybe I just wasn't in a season where I that really resonated with me the mm-hmm. first five times or whatever it is. Um, and now it's like, okay, I can think of a very specific instance where that applies and then right. I can turn around and do it. Um, and, you know, I get I get that it's a an investment. So people are on the fence about, well, like we just we're coming into the holidays and can I really spend that? It's like, okay, I, I understand that too. Um, but the question is, where could you pull back from maybe ways that you're spending your resources and money that isn't actually important or valuable or how you can substitute? So for me, like a big one was coffee, right? Mm -hmm. Like, hey, I love coffee, but I'm not a coffee snob. And so whether I get coffee from McDonald's or coffee from, you know, Dutch Bros, it's coffee. Uh I know people are going to come at me for this, but (laughs) and I'm, I'm not a coffee snob. And so I used to pick up coffee on my way into work or, you know, whatnot have you. Um, and then I started saying, you know what, if I'm going to, I'm going to save myself the $5, well, depending on where I get my coffee, but like, yeah. I'm going to save the money that I would make or that I would be spending on my coffee and put it into this other resource that I, of a, a pool of resources and how I'm going to spend money for myself. Mm-hmm. And this is something I'm going to invest in. EBA is something I'm going to invest in instead so that I can really commit to it, right? Like if you don't have skin in the game, yeah. you're not going to actually be as motivated. We know this yeah. as, as researchers. but um, And so I started making coffee at home. And you know what the beautiful thing is? Because I was implementing things that I learned from EBA, I had time to make my own coffee Look at, at home. You heard it here? A lot of it came down to picking out my clothes, first doing the closet purge. So I'm not paralyzed with like so many options and then picking an outfit for the day before I go to bed the night before. Mm -hmm. So I'm not sitting there trying to make a decision. Save me like the five, seven minutes I needed to make my cup of coffee in the morning. Mm -hmm. And then it was like a win-win situation, right? Like I'm saving that money, but I'm also getting my cup of coffee. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. Um, Thank you so much for 
for joining me and just sharing, you know, just really transparently your your challenges and the things that have been helpful. Um, it just means a lot. So thanks Thank for being you. here. Thank yeah. you. No, this was a lot of fun. I love um, I love getting to share transparently about things that I have found really help me uh, because I know it can help other people too. Right. And so, I mean, that's why I created it. Yes, I know. And so I don't, I don't think, well, maybe most of your listeners know how passionate you are about this, but as your friend and as someone who's seen you from the beginning stages of like creating this, this, this beautiful product is maybe, I'd say at least seven years, like vision planning that you've done, if not longer, right? Just like something that you really wanted to do, not because it would add to your you know repertoire expertise but because you knew it could help women feel more equipped and better um better able to manage the things that we all juggle with um and I at with each stage of life like going from single to dating to married to having kids I can see the value for anyone in any stage and so um, I really hope that anyone who is on the fence about it decides like 2024 is going to be the year. This is the year that I'm going to take control and create my own elegant balance and feel like I've got the resources and tools to to maintain it. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Well, thanks again. Yeah. Yeah. All right. We will talk to you um, here soon. I hope you all have a beautiful, joy-filled week. Hey friend, I hope that you enjoyed my conversation with Stephanie and just learning about how the Elegant Balance Academy has been a resource for her in creating a work-life balance that she loves and how it continues to be a resource that she comes back to time and time again. The doors to the Elegant Balance Academy open on January 2nd for my VIP members. So if you're not already on my VIP list, go ahead and head on over to kayleehackney.com forward slash VIP, and you can join the list there. That way you get access to exclusive bonuses, some pretty pretty amazing ones, if I do say so myself. And you'll also get access to the Elegant Balance Academy a few days before it even goes live to the public. So go ahead and hop on that list. If it's already after January 2nd when you're listening to this, it's okay. It's not too late. You can still grab the Elegant Balance Academy just by going to kayleehackney.com forward slash EBA. And you can join us inside the the Elegant Balance Academy so that you are starting off your new year with a plan to create a life that you love. I cannot think of a better time than the new year to hop into the Elegant Balance Academy and really start setting yourself up for success. Because I truly believe when we start to take our work-life balance seriously, and start living intentionally, that is when we start to see movement towards the other goals that we have for ourselves, right? Whether that be fitness or wellness or just fun, you know, life goals. Um, When we have a solid foundation of a work-life balance that we love, that opens up those resources to pursue those other goals. So again, join the VIP list at kayleehackney.com forward slash VIP. Um, the link is in the show notes, the doors open on January 2nd, and I would just be so delighted if you joined us. Um, other than that, I will see you next week. Have a beautiful, joy-filled week, friends.